Welcome to Kid Coach Conversations, the show where I ask children fun, interesting, and challenging questions that develop their creativity, their critical thinking, their resilience, and many other key skills in just 10 minutes. Hi, my name's Coven, founder of Kid Coach and dad of two kids. Did you know that 85% of the jobs that will exist in 2030 have not even been invented yet? In such a fast-paced and changing world, it will be the softer, more transferable skills that will help our kids be happy and successful. So if you're a parent who wants to develop these in your child to help them be more creative, to improve their critical thinking, be more resilient, to develop them into a great leader and be empathetic to others, well, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, I'll be talking to lots of different children, and you'll see how we can build the skills that matter the most simply through conversation. You can find every question I use in the Kid Coach app, downloadable from your usual app store, so you can take the same approach with your children at home. Or visit our website, www.kidcoach.app. Let's get started. This week, we build the interview skill. As adults, we have to interview frequently for new jobs and opportunities. So interview skills are a life skill worth developing from a young age. It's important for our children to always be genuine and natural, but a degree of preparation allows the best version of themselves to shine through. In the UK, some children are interviewed for 11 plus entry to private schools. I'll be talking to 11-year-old Maya to build this skill. So let's listen in to our conversation. So Maya, I have a question here for you on interviews. And the question is, what things do you do outside of school? What things do you do outside of school? So I do a lot of sport. So football, basketball, netball mainly. And, oh, and dance. Um, I do lots of um, singing, dancing and drama um, at Stagecoach. So I do lots of outer school sports and yeah mm-hmm. um i'm starting an art class again um because i really like doing that and i was in choir before lockdown um i'm working towards my grade four piano and i like to bake wow well that is a lot of stuff isn't it i like how rounded that is as well so you're very sporty you mentioned a few sports but you're also doing more kind of drama and arts through stagecoach um and a bit of music in there with piano so there's an awful lot of stuff there um how do you how do you find the time to do that well uh, I, I do a couple of activities a day and like mo- most of the time i spend in activities but um, some of them I do with my friends, so that makes it a lot more fun and interesting. Hmm. Is that to say that some of this stuff is not fun, that you don't want to do it but feel you should be doing it? Is that what you're saying? Um, well, my tutor, for instance, that's very boring. But, like, some of my best friends do it too. But then there's, like, tennis, which I have to do because my sister wants it. And I like it, but I'm not good at it. Hmm. Do you have to be good at something in order to like it? No, but 
it's better if you're good at it because you enjoy it more because you win more things and yeah mm. uh, so why do you need to do it because of your sister she needs a partner or, or what yeah that? well i don't need to but like i want to but I don't know. I, I have to do it because both my other two sisters do it and we always like I always have to do stuff my twin does because it's a bit hard to take us all around to different places. Yeah. Well, you're a good sister then, Maya, if you're uh, doing tennis because your sister really, really likes it. And I'm glad that you don't mind it. And um, even if you're not as good at that as you are at football and, and other things. So I'm curious with all the different things that you do, um, it's probably not all been smooth sailing, right? I'm sure you're really good at some of it, but there's probably also been some challenges to overcome. You know, so what, yeah. what have you found difficult in these extracurricular activities that you do? What, what have you found difficult so far that you've had to overcome? Well, as I've got um, lots of sisters, I keep getting compared against them. And that's not that easy sometimes, especially with stuff. I really suck at comparisons can be tough um with siblings and you have a twin so the comparison yeah. is even more um more kind of acute there for you um so t- tell me tell me more about that what what happens how do you get compared how do you deal with it so um so like for instance in some sort of plays and stuff that we do um, one of us always has to be first and have a better role than the other and we both take that as like a challenge and we're both pretty competitive I'm more competitive so Rhea doesn't like it that much but still it's a bit mm-hmm. it's a bit hard sometimes <laughs> because most of the time Rhea's better than me and gets better parts in the play so it's annoying. Well, you know what? At least you have each other to drive you on, right? Like if you're yeah. always competing a little bit in a healthy way, it perhaps pushes you both to get that little bit better. Um, as long as you're not mean to the other one, <laughs> <laughs> and I know that can spill over sometimes. Um, it can it can drive you both to excel. I mean, the competition piece is um is interesting isn't it i mean what are what are the pros and cons of competing with somebody do you think well it's good because like it pushes you to be better but it's not that good because if you're not better it's a bit depressing sometimes hmm. it could push you to be better but then if you're struggling you could lose a bit of motivation and confidence huh yeah I mean, so with all these extracurricular activities, you know, should they always be fun? Like, do you need to be having fun every single time that you do every single one of them? Not really, because like all of them have their ups and downs. Like sometimes there's a spit in one that's really boring, but then it gets super, super interesting. So mm. you don't always need to be having fun. But if you're constantly not having fun for a long time, then that's not the greatest right right it's a very astute observation I like how you put it that the activities will have their ups and downs and just knowing that 
knowing that they you go through cycles of ups and downs means that if you're on a down bit where things aren't going your way, you're not having fun, you you're not winning, people seem to be better than you, you you know that probably that will change. Right? If you just stick at it for a few weeks, probably you'll get on and up again. So there you have it. What a great conversation that was filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now, I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or to search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. And I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today.